0: Welcome back to Nortex Radio, episode 13. Uh, It's Sunday. Got some foosball on. Cowboys played on Thanksgiving. Um, We're going to dive into that real quick. Not the greatest, but still not in a bad spot. Um, 36-33 loss in overtime versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Hell of a flag football game.
1: Very much a flag football game. Crazy. Crazy shit! Fourteen penalties each side. That's that's obnoxious, man. Anybody that watched the game, uh, I, I I would imagine even, I mean even the Raiders fans were probably like, this shit is stupid. I mean,
0: oh yeah, it was terrible all the way around. In both sides, I mean they were so iffy, touchy penalties. I mean yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like we got screwed it was both teams. It was just a shitty called game. Yep. I mean, at least, thank God, it was half-ass even. I mean, you definitely can't blame it on them because they were getting the same dumbass flags that we were. Jesus. 110 yards, penalties for Vegas, 166 for us. Uh, Franchise record. Hey. Broke a record this week. That's it. (laughs) Another Dallas Cowboys record. Oh, shit. Think think uh, Anthony Brown had about half those yards all on his own. Boy, Anthony Brown Whoops. had me heated. Fuck, dude, I was so pissed, but half of those were iffy calls, too. I mean, we've dogged Anthony before. Going to get dogged today, but, I mean, some of those calls were so fucking just petty, like barely even touching the guy and we're throwing a flag, but Jesus dude, fucking, and they had four pass interference calls. Every single one of them were on third down, not good at all. Um, And shit, especially by the fourth quarter and overtime, you knew it. Third down, they're going to 30 and Essentially, that kind of fucking won them the game. Um, little side note as cowboy fans, fuck Deshaun Jackson. We've seen that bastard way too much, and he's not in our division, still comes to town and fucking wreck shop.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I noticed with the Anthony Brown thing. Just to piggyback on what you said, like that. The the officiating crew set this precedence early that with bad, touchy, you know, iffy calls and that just opened the door for Carr and the Raiders to just target him anytime they needed. They needed either yardage, a a third down conversion. Like you said, they were all on third downs. Um, And I think that that precedent or that door was kind of opened by, like you said, the soft early calls. So, yeah. obviously, at the end, I mean, he didn't even get his head around. And and like you said, that eventually got them in position to win the game. Third and 18? Yeah. But Terrible time to get a play. They would have I, – I honestly believe if if Anthony Brown hadn't had the game that he had, then I, – I, Derek Carr threw that ball up knowing that he was going to get a pass interference. Oh, yeah. He didn't, he didn't throw that ball up to complete the pass. So, um, yeah, I think – if Anthony Brown hadn't had the game that he had, uh, we could play the fucking excuse telephone game all day. Um, but I do think it's like you said, like the precedence that was set early, even on both sides, you know, um, it it led to decisions like that being easy to be made. Unfortunately, we fucking we didn't get to reap the benefits of it because they threw a third and eighteen fucking wounded duck, yeah, pass interference. So,
0: yeah. I mean, we can harp on that all day, but shit. Everybody that watched it knew how bad the fuck Phillies were. Um, Saying on the defensive side a little bit. Uh, and shout out, breaking more records. Uh, Mike Parsons now solely has possession of the rookie sack record for the boys. Uh, nine sacks past Marcus Ware. Um, still six games to go. That's fucking impressive. Um, everybody's got – Won a game left. He's got six more at least in his bag. So, I mean, he's going to shatter that thing. So, shout out to 11. Yeah, he's –
1: a man is – he's hot right now. And he's getting – I mean, he's getting talked about like Trey Diggs was getting talked about early in the season. Uh, Yeah. I mean, from multiple, you know, avenues, approaches, platforms. Hey, this kid – is not, you know, only in the running for, you know, rookie of the year. Uh, I mean, looking at defense player of the year, you know, Pro Bowl, all kinds of shit. So, um, he's good. Michael Parsons, oh, yeah. Parsons
0: is good. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I know we all wanted as a cornerback at that draft in April, but I don't think any of us are complaining now. <laughs> yeah. If you're still if you're still complaining about th- I mean fuck. Obviously, we need another fucking corner. It's it's obvious. But we can't be mad about getting that guy. Uh line looked half-assed a little better than the week before. Um Dak had a little bit more time. Had a good game. 32, 47, 375 yards, two TDs. And that's without your top two guys. Um, so that's Pretty solid to see him come out and play well. And speaking of that, I mean Gallup and Wilson both stepped up, played excellent, uh, especially without, like I said, CD and Amari out. Michael having five receptions for 106 yards and Cedric having seven for 104. I mean, boy stepped up to go win a ballgame. I mean, you know your your top two's out. Someone's got to fill the role. And we've talked about Cedric a lot this year. Um, yeah, big Cedric guys. Cedric knows he's good. He knows he can play and he definitely showed it this week on Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. I mean, we knew going in last week, we said people were going to have to, you know, step up, but we've also, I mean, we've been talking depth this whole season, uh, the whole life of this podcast essentially. And uh, you're right. I mean, 12 receptions between the two of them, they, we we had to do. We're, we're, we're in position to win the game. I mean, oh yeah. Like, you know, we, we lose by three points. There were there were plenty of chances for us to win the game, honestly. So they definitely uh from their side of the ball, from their perspective, you know, they both know they're good receivers. Michael Gallup just come back and like he'd never never missed a beat, man. Yeah. Like he he come out making the same Michael Gallup esque catches that he's been making. Um shit's.
0: We haven't had one full game this year with Amari, CD, and Michael. Yeah. Wait until we are healthy. If we can be, we're going to be fucking scary. Um, yep. But at the same time, I mean, especially the drops last week between Cedric and Noah. I mean, both of them stepped up. Even Noah this week, six receptions, 53 yards, whole yeah. turnaround from last week. I mean, we, big plays were big for us. Schultz, three for 46. I mean, We averaged over 10 yards a catch for almost four guys. So, I mean, that depth, especially in the receiving core, is so nice. Our offense is just deep. I mean, other than whatever the fuck is going on with our line. um, But speaking of that, we couldn't run the ball worth the shit again, which part of it, um, I think, was game plan. Uh, Zeke has had a knee contusion for a couple weeks. Uh, A little banged up. He's a baller. We're Zeke guys. We know some people hate him, but what the fuck ever. You're an idiot to think that. Um, But Zeke's dog playing through a knee contusion. Hopefully, I mean, we don't want him banged up going into January, but the dude's going to want to be out there as much as he can. And I think that was part of the scheme that we went with this week is why we didn't go too much. But he had nine touches. Um, but even even Tony only had ten, but thirty six yards from TP and twenty five for Zeke. Zeke had one touchdown, but gonna need a little more out of that. Uh, but hopefully we can keep Zeke healthy going into January because we're gonna need the run game to go along with that pass game if we're gonna really go Pete, Which we should. I'm, not, I'm. Nobody should still be hitting the panic button. We still right. are nowhere near that phase. So yeah, just chill.
1: Yeah, I mean it was a shitty week um, as far as I, I guess what losing the game goes. But I'm with you. I mean, we to me it seems like we're more as weird as it sounds. We're we're on the upstroke. We you know we have Gal come back. Uh, Amari Cooper just was a COVID thing. CD, um, you know he's back, and then Tyron Smith was back um hopefully we're seeing the Marcus Lawrence soon stuff like that so yep. I think if you hit the panic button now that's I mean there's no reason to we, we lost a couple games fucking sucks I mean if, of course if you had it your way you'd go 17 and 0 every season but yeah fuck like that's it's not gonna
0: happen so but I mean and and hit the panic button I'm talking about, I mean yeah we've had injuries but Thankfully, early of the year injuries. Yeah. Right. We got everybody coming back right now. Yeah. With six games to go and a good lead in the division. We're not struggling to find people to take over. I mean, Michael's back. Cooper had COVID. CD had a concussion, missed two weeks, but all those guys are coming back this week. Should be 99% sure. Um DeMarcus has got to be getting close. Um, we were hoping the Chiefs. We were praying for the Chiefs, kind of getting lucky. But he's on the right path, uh, so I don't think we're too far out from seeing him back. So, I mean, health-wise, we are looking excellent. Um, and if you want to win, that's a lot of it. you got to be healthy. So no reason to hit the panic button yet. Um, if you are, chill the fuck out. Don't know why you are, but we're going to be okay. Just calm down. Um, yeah. Sidebar
1: while we're on football, because I was just watching this, and I have Twitter pulled up. Did you see Kirk Cousins try to take the snap from the from his right guard instead of the center?
0: No, that's
1: awesome. Yeah. They were scrambling, and he's trying to get the right set out on the field. They're going for it on fourth and goal, and he lined up underneath the right guard. <laughs>
0: That's one of my favorite things in football. Like, one of the favorite, like, fucking come on mans
1: yeah. is
0: getting under a guard. Makes me so happy. It is the yeah. funniest shit because you're like, that dude don't even have the fucking ball. And you got to know, like, that guard, like, gets his taint touched. She's like, what the yeah. fuck yeah. is yeah. going on? <laughs> <laughs> False
1: start. Yeah. I just I just pulled up the replay and he just turned around like what the fuck just happened? <laughs> oh, you know he's gonna get hell in the locker room in oh. the film
0: room.
1: <laughs> Man, all time
0: Kirk Cousins moment. Better buy him fucking dinner tonight. Yeah, <laughs> all time. That's awesome. Uh, we got another Thursday night game this week. We going to New Orleans. Um. Very winnable game, should. Uh, they're a banged up team, very banged up team. Like I said, we're getting on the right path. Uh, CD coming back. Um, CD was back in practice actually already today. Uh, and then Cooper is cleared to return tomorrow. COVID affects everybody differently. We know that. So hopefully, the only thing I read that is they're, they're, they just want to check his conditioning, make sure he's in shape, ready to go. Um, might be half-assed limited a day or two, see where he's at. But we should be good to go. And that offense is going to be fun to watch on a Sunday or Thursday. Fuck. We're back back yeah. Thursdays. Thursday. Um, Terrence still, though, did move to the COVID list, which we're going to fucking let Lyle play now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yeah. what the hell's going on with that. That's what I don't yeah. understand. I mean, Terrence came out at first, like, not too shabby, but at this point, like, why do we not have his ass in the game? Yeah. Why is Lyle not starting? I don't have a good answer to that one bit. Yep. But now, fuck, we have no reason. So, thank God. I mean, can't <laughs> say that. Sorry. <laughs> don't really wish COVID upon anybody. But at least we're going to have a reason to start Lyle now or not have a reason to not start. So fuck, I mean our offensive line may have a whole nother whole nother attitude come Thursday and TP and Zeke go for hundred piece and Dak for four hundred. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I'm
1: I like it. I mean it's kind of like you said, yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't we're not we're not good enough at politically correct podcasting yet so <laughs> it's, uh, yeah it's it sucks that anyone has to go on the COVID list but um silver lining like you said now we <laughs> we don't have a reason to not not put Lyle calls in the game so uh, take it for what you want you know and, yeah uh, we're we're gonna take it for the silver lining
0: we're
1: I mean we're we're Lyle advocates so
0: yeah, so thank God he's going to be on the field Thursday, unless unless McCarthy just has something against his ass and throw somebody else out there. Man. And if that's if that's the case, we fucking riot. Yeah, if
1: that's the case, Mike McCarthy to OU. Bingo, Kellen heard it Moore. here first. Yep, Caleb Moore, Dallas Cowboys to
0: coach.
1: I'm on oh, that train. Shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh anything on the on the boys right now
1: no like you said back-to-back thursdays uh we'll be covering it now we gotta we're gonna hit it but we got a big weekend so we'll cover thursday's game get some stuff together and you know maybe maybe roll roll some good stuff out for this weekend after thursday's game but let's go to yeah. go to new, new orleans get it all back back on track
0: good to go yeah uh Moving over to downtown Dallas. The old Mads. Um T win yesterday Tuesday uh against the Clippers. 112-104. Um this stat right here is fucking glorious. The Clippers scored one point in overtime. Yeah, it's a good way to win ball games. Yeah, that's a very good way. <laughs> that's and that's- obviously that's that's a foul. So, yeah. you didn't give up a field goal in overtime. You want to go to a fucking OT, that's a way to win it. I, yeah, I'm not sure of a better way to win a
1: basketball game. Yeah, no shit. The The way to score points is by making field goals, and they made zero. So, yeah, yeah I watched that game. I thought it was kind of ironic that – um little north text bump here uh we did kind of call out porzingis need you to need you to step up a little bit fill some shoes oh, yeah. have a row man hung 30 on them so yeah so i mean yeah i'm not i'm not saying these people listen i'm not saying we know what we're talking about i'm just this is just this is just information out there for the public so
0: they're secret listeners yeah but even oh, if you even sure. if you don't think they do i mean we're speaking into the world. Yeah. We're speaking it in existence, getting the vibes yep. out there. They fucking got it. Uh hell that same game, Luca, nine rebounds, nine assists, twenty-six points. I mean, he's a rebound and assist away from another triple double. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. fuck, that's it. We need those two to do that. And we are a very good team. Yeah, that um, that
1: that shows right there exactly what happens when yeah. those two play that way. I mean, yeah. Clippers flippers are a great team. Um, we just like you said. I mean, you, you nailed it. Those two play like that, and then you don't give up a field goal in the overtime period. So, it's fucking, it's that's it. Went by eight points.
0: Oh, yeah. And then a little side note, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith played his ass off that game. Um, 49 minutes. Doesn't really show it. Three rebounds, one assist, 17 points. But that dude played his role perfectly in that fucking game. And we've talked about it. I mean, especially with Luca being hurt, someone need to step up. I mean, Luca's back, but Dorian's playing great, knowing his role, um, and we need it all to click. And right now, it seems like it is. Uh, we've hit on Jalen for a while; he's kind of got a little colder. But I mean, Dorian stepped up. Hardaway still doing his thing, but yeah, I'm tipping my hat to Dorian for this week. He's he's played great, playing his ass off.
1: Yep, this, this is. I mean. <laughs> what we have talked about time and time again is these, I don't even really know how to describe them, but these players understanding their role, developing into these roles. And it's just like you said, like Jalen Brunson, he's been hot five four or five weeks. Okay. Cools down a little bit. Next guy up, you know, yeah. this is, that's, that's the, that's been a quote around DFW sports. I mean, we've heard it with Cowboys. We've heard it. I mean, we're seeing it now with the Mavs. Um, so we I mean we still have Hardaway there. There's there's no reason all three of them can't get hot in these oh yeah. these second tier roles that they're playing. So um, like you said, we definitely appreciate it. That's a that's another role that I don't think um kind of like we were talking about when we first kicked off towards the end of baseball season, like uh pitchers eating up innings. Yeah. Like. Somebody playing fifty minutes in a, you know, NBA basketball game, that that actually has a huge fucking impact on That's a how long the rest of the team time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, maybe that you know that gets someone three or four minutes that they need it, and they end up coming out and it's yeah. That's how sports work. Um, it's it's cool to see that sort of depth with, you know, we got three to five people that can can really just get hot and go off.
0: Oh, yeah. So Yeah, you keep one of those hot at all times and let Luka and KP do their things. I mean, we're going to be tough to beat. Yeah, Uh, that's a a solid supporting cast.
1: We got to see a lot of that
0: this week. Yeah, and that's great for Coach Kidd. Sounds weird as hell to say. Yeah. It's great for Jason Kidd to be able to be like, stay out there. You yep. got it. If you're tired, tell me. No, Coach, I'm good. Yep. I mean, that, that's great for Jason to be able to be like, Beep, no, fucking stay your ass out there. You're playing yep. great. Um. Yesterday, though, 120-114 lost to the Wizards. Um, really didn't have too bad of a game. I mean, there's a couple things. Uh, Kyle Kuzma and Bradley Bill. Both had pretty solid games. Uh, not a whole lot we could do about that. I mean, they they both just looked good. Kuzma, Kuzma looks like he's kind of found himself out of L.A. Um, but Luca had 33 points in 37 minutes. Love that. Um, but we got out rebounded 43 to 35, and then the big one. I mean, we lost by six. High scoring game. Big one though. Points in the paint. They got 62 to our 46. Um, we got dominated down low. So hopefully we get a little bit of that figured out and stop giving up so much down low. <laughs> yeah. The uh,
1: the wizards they over the last, I don't know, what, 10, 12 days, they've been doing this weird thing. And I don't follow, I don't I mean I don't follow really anyone with the Mavs. Um, but I do listen around, I follow sports. And the Wizards they they warmed up for a minute. They're third in the Eastern Conference now. Beat the Bucks. Yeah. Um I think they beat the Bulls. Um I mean they're they're fucking one game back of the Heat and the Nets. So, they I mean it's not like we got beat by the fucking, you know, Pistons or the Magic like the Wizards if you look at the numbers, I mean their last 10 they're 6 and 4. They have a two-game win streak, but um just from, you know, reading and hearing like They've been in this weird little like warm vibe, yeah. The past, and I mean that's just that's all supported with the shit that you just said there. They're fucking dominating the boards. They're killing it in the paint. You know, Bradley Beal, yeah. Kyle Kuzma. I don't. Kyle Kuzma dressed like a fucking whatever the fuck you
0: wore the other day. Like It was <laughs> like a, I mean, it's it's like a fucking sweater, uh, big blow up thing outside of a car lot. That's exactly yes. <laughs> fuck yeah, it was. <laughs>
1: Yeah. (laughs) But, hey, in your mind, you look good, you feel good, you feel good, you play good. (laughs) That's it, dude. Play good, they pay good. Shout out. (laughs) Shout out Deion Sanders.
0: (laughs) Fuck. Damn it. Uh,
1: Yeah, we still
0: got a busy week, though. I mean, Mavs got a big, big busy week. Yeah, we got four games this week. Yeah. Um, We got the Cavs tomorrow. Uh. Down to New Orleans on Wednesday, which fuck. I mean, I kind of wish we had planned on that. That'd been cool shit to Dude, go down Wednesday. and opportunity Thursday. Opportunity missed, man. I yeah. didn't think about that
1: until yeah. We've,
0: we I was looking it at it. Yep. Y'all support us a little more. We'll we'll do more random spontaneous shit like that. But fuck yeah, it. that'd have been badass. Yeah. But then we got Noah coming to Dallas Friday, and then Saturday we got Grizz, um, which we're gonna be there. Uh, any followers down there will be down there Saturday at American Airlines. Um, apparently, probably not watching John Morant now, but hopefully, watching Luke could do his thing. But yeah, little, little on that jaw sprained knee, doubt he's there Saturday, but benefits us. Um, don't really wish injuries on anybody, but we don't get to see jaw. But helps the team. <laughs> yeah, I mean
1: we don't get to see job, but we also do like winning games. So Yeah, we we'd rather win. Yeah. So that's uh like I said, we're not we're not PC yet about how to podcast and who knows but for all we know we might get shit taken off cuz we said oh someone's going to be hurt or whatever, but we're <laughs> silver linings guys, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've been living and dying with these teams, especially the the Mavs. 2000, I mean, the Mavs really, the Mavs pulled us out of the gutter
0: in 2000. Oh, yeah.
1: Like, after after that 10-11 Rangers run, the Mavs winning, that that kept all of our heads above water. Yeah. If, if we're being honest.
0: <laughs> we, were so, all, we were all ready
1: to give up hope. Yeah. So, let's – I mean, we we don't discount the Mavs. We definitely want the Mavs to beat the shit out of them. Uh, we did pick this game because Jaw is one of the most electric players. Uh, on the contrary, we also have one of the most electric players in the league. So absolutely, we will will definitely, you know, all things going as they are now. Hopefully, Luca only gets better. We watch him play at least. You know, absolute best case scenario, we get to see Jaw play too. Yeah. But
0: so. yeah, stay tuned for Saturday. Uh hopefully have some more content coming while we're down there. Um moving over though to the stars. We got a four-game win streak. Hey, boys are hot.
1: Ice is hot. Yeah. Boys, ice is melting. These motherfuckers. This last week going into last week, I thought we would drop two for sure. And I like okay rewind i didn't think we would drop two i wouldn't have been surprised if we dropped two right saying that so whatever we'll play the editing (laughs) fix it um yeah i wouldn't have been surprised if we dropped two. we beat the shit out of everyone oh yeah
0: it was glorious
1: yeah um, even yesterday's game against Arizona, I mean, 3-2, whatever. You, you can argue with me. We beat the shit out of them, whoever you are out there. Uh, we still played a great game. We we went, uh, you know, we, we scored when we needed to score. And uh, that game for me, uh, I was just kind of watching it casually at home. And our puck control was so much better in that game. Oh, yeah. So – um, almost better than it's been all season, especially at the end. Um, They're trying to get Wedgwood off the ice and we're able to keep the puck in the offensive zone the whole time. I mean, just little shit like that. Um, the you know, the, the Oilers, the Avs, I, I'm not going to say I'm surprised by that because I love the Dallas Stars, but those right. are huge fucking wins.
0: Oh, yeah. And, fuck, dude, we – It's like we're – I mean, we're not 100% clicking on all cylinders, but we've turned it around. We look a hell of a lot better. Um, Joe Pavelski and Rope Hans this week look fucking great. Um, Both of them, two goals, two assists. In a three-game span, you got two guys doing that. It's fucking great. Um, That's my big takeaway from this week. Those two said, hey, fuck it, boys. We're going to go win. One more, though. Jake fucking Otter. This man played his ass off, and he said, "I'm here to fucking stay." Otter had versus the Oilers. Twenty-one saves on twenty-two shots. We can live with that all fucking day, every day. Twenty-two shots is fucking great. Um, then turn around. Colorado gives up one goal. 33 saves or 32 saves on 33 shots missed. Otter said, "You're not fucking sending me down again." Otter's here to stay and Otter Otter's fucking around like he wants to be the future.
1: Yeah, um my man's is tired of the AHL. <laughs> s- supports the Texas Stars, loves the Texas Stars. Doesn't ever want to play there again. <laughs> My quick calculation, that's a 0.960 save percentage on the season. Jesus. You so, can't
0: you can't sit him down in that. Anyone, there.
1: anyone, just in case. I mean, it, you accidentally come across this podcast, clicked on it. Now you like us, you're listening, you don't know much about hockey or save percentage. A hundred shots on goal. This man saves 96 of them. Like <laughs> <Right. laughs> at the most elite level of professional hockey. Yeah. So, and that's not just like that's that's not one game. Like he doesn't have a huge sample this year but he's 4 and 0 in 4 games. And he didn't even start this like he didn't even start this season in the league. He started the season in yeah. the AHL. So, yeah, uh I mean, Definitely the future. We got some people saying he's the now. We got some followers saying he's yeah. he's the now. And hey, I'm I'm not I'm afraid mad. of it right now. I'm not mad about it, man. If the chef's in the kitchen,
0: let him cook, you know? Yeah. i well, man, it's 22 years old, 6'5, 220, shutting down the fucking net. Gotta yeah. love
1: it. Yeah, he's like, he's I mean, and and if you're if you're a diehard stars fan, you can't not you you can't sit here and say oh yuck Jake Ottinger but tell me you're an OG Ben Bishop fan because that that is the carbon copy of Ben Bishop's frame
0: absolutely is
1: that's Ben Bishop with 22 year old knees yeah exactly so that's I mean you can't you can't sit here and say oh yeah blah 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 and I don't think a lot of fans find discrepancies with Jake Ottinger I think a lot of people love him but. If if you've been around for the Bishop era, the healthy bishop era, that's yeah. been bishop with brand new knees. Otter Jersey watch.
0: Oh, I'm all about that. Straight up. Yep, I'm cool with that. Um we got Carolina Tuesday, Columbus Thursday. Be a fun little week. Not as much as the Mavs, but got two games this week. So stay tuned for that. Um both at home. Anything left with the boys on the ice?
1: No, I hope we just keep laying it to it, man. Columbus is struggling. Carolina, I mean, they're Carolina. They're always playing, but yeah, Columbus is. Columbus is playing a little abnormal for Columbus. So, um, I mean, they're still. I think they're fifth, sixth in the Metro Division, but they're uh, they're twelve and, Twelve and six, 12 and seven, something like that. that that's not normal, Carolina numbers.
0: Anytime, no, it's
1: not. Anytime they're not seven and three or eight and two out of their last ten. Um, so I hope we, uh, we put the hammer down. So. Oh yeah,
0: Pete. The uh, Columbus
1: game should be should be some shit right there. I think I think that line that you talked about, that fucking hints, Robertson, and then you have the leadership of Pabelski on that line. is stupid. So, Deadly, yeah. I'll, I'll talk about rope hands all day. Uh, Jason Robertson is he's just a great player. Um, yeah, and it seems to me like this season he's like he has so much more grit. Like, he's oh, yeah, scrapping. he's on the boards. Um, he's scrapping, he's like he's checking some people up. Uh, and I, I, I don't
0: think he's still it. getting the national recognition that he deserves. No, no he's no, no, nowhere no. getting the love that Robo has played his ass off for.
1: Yeah, and I, that's cool I mean I get like if if the if the media the national fan base doesn't want to deal with that if they always want to put him in Kirill Kaprizov's shadow that's yeah. fine because this fucking guy like he's good <laughs> when he shows up to play your team you're gonna be like who the fuck is yeah. this guy yeah when you don't when you don't read about him or you don't scout him or you don't watch him the way that you should I mean that that only benefits us because he's he's great and playing with that weight I mean The way that Rope moves up and down the ice is crazy. Uh, Pavs is just one of those, like, fucking gritty fucking veteran hockey players. He just gets out in the middle of the ice with that line and just fucking directs all kinds of shit, all kinds of deflections and stuff like that. So um, it gives Robo tons of opportunity to go out there and make plays independently, which I think is what not only he needs, but he loves doing that. Oh yeah, and then I mean, on the, usually with that line, we see you know Kleenberg and Suter, um, and having those two playing defense, I mean that that gives you the room to
0: to really press forward to really attack. And Johns played fucking great lately too, Poor man. Fucking defenders just throwing out assists left and right.
1: That's yeah. That we we have a our fucking defensive core right now. I love it, and I – there's been talks of people calling about John Klingberg. I hope nothing happens there, but, man, he's he's playing good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking calls are blocking numbers. The price uh, is high. Yeah. Our, our fucking defensemen are playing amazing. Miro's still leading the team in points. Like you said, Klingberg and Suits are fucking handing out assists like they're fucking pizzas at a buffet. Like,
0: dude. Yeah, I mean, if you're not on the Stars train, like we said, we got a four-game win streak. The boys are looking good. We're starting to click. Otter's fucking a brick wall right now. Yeah, Jump on the train. If you listen to us because you're a Cowboy guy, a Ranger guy, Mads guy, hey, fuck it. They're on Stars game. Check them out. Believe me, if you sit down and you learn fucking hockey, it's one of the greatest sports you'll ever fucking watch. It's yeah, literally it's great- every sport combined together yeah oh, nice. that's
1: that's one of my my favorite things about being uh that, i mean i love bat or football i love the cowboys um i love the fact that baseball and hockey just supersede each other and precede each other like yeah for, for us as sports fans like we're we're never going without we got we got baseball April to October. We got hockey picking up September to April. Like yeah. it's fucking, it's great. So um, our women not, love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're not a hockey guy, man, just watch sixty minutes of it. Learn the game. It's yeah, it's wild. And watch the Dallas Stars. They're fucking. We have an amazing <clears throat> roster right now. So
0: I, fucking one of us most time we're both watching but every game i mean normally one of us is watching i mean we're still got our day jobs still got lives going on um hopefully one day this is what we do but almost all times one of us is watching if not both but even if you're just trying to follow along fucking tweet us ask us a question we'll explain it we'll let you know what's going on what we think what you're looking for what you need to look for fucking shout us out we'll We'll be more than glad to help you out, get you on this bandwagon with us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff out there. Um, we don't just come in here and talk about what happened the week before um, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the CBA coming up with major league baseball. Um, we've had uh, Chad chirped us on Twitter. Uh, we talked about rule five for a couple of episodes um, there's there's a lot of stuff out there as a sports fan, and especially when you really – like, when you start following these teams and how these franchises work and trying to build a dynasty, there's so much more that goes into it than, okay, well, here's your starting pitcher and catcher today. I hope we yeah. can get some strikeouts.
0: How many so, points were on the board today?
1: It's yeah. way more than just that. Yeah. How many touchdowns did we score in four innings? Like, yeah. there's, <laughs> way, there's way more shit to it than, you know, all kinds of shit. So – um definitely we're always you know we're always down for shit like that and i i would almost guarantee that if one of us doesn't know something the other one does or we can get that information between the people that we do know so send it this way put us on the spot
0: we're pretty smart yeah yeah Uh, fucking test us let us Uh, that just makes us better (laughs)
1: <laughs> Chad is going to do that now. He's going yeah. to yeah. fucking
0: tweet. So, sh- yeah, shout out to Chad. Um, yeah. Give us – we need a solid question. Think fucking hard about it for next Sunday. Don't give a shit what sport we get to thinking. Uh. Yeah. Move along. And holy shit. Go Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you fucking missed it, I just – if you're listening – I just showed my ranger sleeve. I'm fucking fired up. It's November 28th. Pure chaos. We've talked about CBA. If you don't know what it is, go fucking back and listen. You can probably hit on today. The motherfucking free agent stove is
1: hot. Burning just- hot. Like, what? Like, 4 o'clock, probably? Like, <laughs> three three 4 o'clock? Like, this isn't some shit that's been warming up. Like, so, this, this was not, like... This was smoke
0: alarms were going off.
1: Yeah. This was not a a nice little campfire that was tendered appropriately. This someone came in today on a Sunday in the Rangers front office with a fucking flamethrower on their back. (laughs) And they picked up their phone and they sat down at their desk and they haven't stopped. Like as we're (laughs) recording this, we don't know that it's done for the day.
0: No. To be honest, I'm going to double check real quick, make sure we haven't missed nothing. Yeah. Fucking hey, It's been chaos. The way we're going, I mean, it wouldn't shock since we've started that anything else has happened. Uh, Go ahead. I mean, we we had – we'll get to it, and we'll get to to the
1: details. We had two signings today, and literally one of them almost absorbed the other. Yeah. Because one, one of the like the Simeon deal was trending so much and everyone was talking about it, and then you just look up and it's like, oh, by the way, Cole Calhoun on the Rangers, too.
0: But, yeah, oh, oh slide fuck, that okay. in there. Just okay. Slide it on in there. So fuck. yeah, you, have to, All right, you said it. Marcus Simeon, seven years, 175 million. Granted, we have talked, which there's a fucking lot. I hope I don't just fucking lose my goddamn mind cuz I love this shit 7 years 175 million um yes he is 31 years old but the further this guy has played in his career he has only gotten better um looking at his stats this year he was an mvp finalist um he had 45 home runs career high love that I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck because you know how many games he played this year? 162. Yeah, that's dumb. Motherfucker didn't miss a single game. Could you imagine playing 162 games in a fucking season? I mean, granted, yeah, we know you're Cal Ripley's. Um, This is a new day in Asian baseball. We don't do that shit. I mean, you got a guy playing 140 games. He's playing a lot. Uh Marcus Simeon did not miss a single game. Yeah. Oh, man, you're going to give him that much? He's old. Uh He had one good year. No. Dude just played 162 games. I now wish I would have thought of this. I wish, and I might shout this out next episode. I'm going to do my research. I don't know. I want to know how many people did play 162 games this year. Because I guarantee it's a very, very small fucking list. Yeah. And... We got a guy who's obviously durable, can hold up. Hit forty-five bombs. Uh, had one hundred two RBIs. You love to see the hundred mark on RBIs in sixty-five or six hundred fifty-two play appearances. Uh, dude, you can't ask for much more. And and what's so nice too about it is we are not done. We have talked multiple times about getting Simeon, who played second base for the Blue Jays this year, after being from shortstop from Oakland. But we've talked multiple times on going after two shortstops. Uh, kind of jumped us in our list, but fuck it, we're going for it. I told you I was about to get excited. <laughs> we're still in talks, mostly still with Trevor Story. Um, but. Do not be shocked. I think we're out of the Korea just because of the price, but we'll hit on that in a second. Most likely, Trevor Story, but we could also sign in a uh, Corey Seager. If we sign those two, our offense and defense just fucking took a whole turn, which would in turn would make it even better. We love Izzy, big Isaiah guys. Um. He'd obviously be odd man out, even though he's got a gold glove, played fucking great. Isaiah then moves to third. If we sign another shortstop and send plays second. Isaiah moves to third. That gives Jung more time to get ready. We know he's close. We know he's going to be there this year. We know we're probably going to fuck with the service time anyways. But even if he comes out a little slow, June, July, before we call him up, we got Isaiah, who just won a gold glove two years ago at third base. Granted, he's an average hitter, and that's why we're going after another shortstop if we can. But you have that, and then, oh, okay, Josh is ready. There's your third baseman. Now we have a gold-glove defenseman and an average hitter. I'm not really going to exaggerate. I'm not going to say above average. He's an average hitter, but does his job. Now you have that guy as your utility guy who can field fucking anything and do his job at the plate. He's not going to drop bombs. But he's going to do his job. Work counts, slap to the right side. uh, mini version of Michael Young. That's your utility guy? We're fucking set. But people saying Simeon's a dumb signing, it's not. Yes, do you want the best guy out there every time? You do. But at the same time, if you get two of the top best guys over just the one best guy, it's hard to fucking beat that because you're not winning anything in baseball for one fucking guy. Um, I'll let you take over a second before I fucking lose it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Just hydrate real quick. Get your breath back. Yeah, I'm I'm I'll be honest. I'm always uh I have historically been Mr. Pessimistic. Um when I first saw it, I was like, fuck, you know, Marcus Simeon, he's 31 years old. What kind of deal are we gonna give him? And before I saw the contract, I started looking at his stats. And um, I saw the crazy um, steady increase in how he performs. But I also saw like this, whatever. I don't know who it was. I don't know the source. Don't ask me what the source was. Some bullshit on Twitter. Like, check out this story about how Marcus Simeon bets on himself because the fucking A's don't want him. And he goes to the Blue Jays and has a career year and.
0: My he got fucking, he, he turned down his qualifying offer last year. It was yeah. one year, eighteen million from the A's to go to the Blue Jays. And then I
1: get in this deep dive about how, you know, it's, it's just a fucking like he even he's a clubhouse guy. I don't know how else to to what what else to say about those kinds of players, but he's a guy that comes in and he makes a difference in the clubhouse and the whole time, like the more I started thinking about it as I'm getting my shit ready for this. And cause it's like you said, I'm, I'm probably one of the guys that said here like, Oh, what the fuck? Like we're not going to land Correa. We're not going to land Baez. Um, and as I'm sitting here getting my shit ready, I'm like, you know, I, I sit here every week and I talk about, Oh, we're in the rebuild. We've got, you know, our, our best players aren't even rule five eligible cause they're so fucking young. Yeah. This is exactly who you want to come in. Yep. This is exactly who you want in your clubhouse. A guy that's, I mean, 31 years old, like you just said, he did the exact opposite of probably what most 31 year olds in the league are doing and saying, Oh yeah. Oh, oh, man, I've been in the league for 10, 11 years. Like I probably got hundred games in me this year. Like, yeah. They're 18, 18 mil. I better you. take that. Yeah. They're fucking begging this guy to probably take a rest day. I'm sure in Toronto they're like, Hey Marcus, like, you you good, man? Like, you know, we're good
0: today. We don't we don't need anything. Like, hey, right, let me hit on this. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in right now. All right, 162 games this year. Didn't miss a single fucking game. 2020 COVID year. Throw it out. Fuck you. 2019. How many games you played? 160. What? 162. <laughs> Didn't miss a game. Oh, 2018. God. 2018. No. 159, missed three games. Oh, okay. Fucking ridiculous. Still. Uh, 2017, I don't know. He must have had an injury at some point. He played half season, 85 games. 2016, 159. 2015, 155. The guy's on the field. I mean, if, if you're a Marcus Simeon fan, and the more I'm reading tonight, even right now, I'm becoming a bigger and bigger fan of this fucking guy. And it made sense. Fuck, he played in Oakland for so long. We saw him. And you think about it. When did he come to town and not fucking play? He was there. So, you're not. You're getting every penny out of that contract, out of that guy. So, I'm, I'm already loving it even more. All right, this is just – I'm just – this is just quick math. This will little Steve Jobs' Apple
1: iPhone math and me. Um, that's 13 games in the last five seasons. third 810 games he's
0: only missed 13. If you throw out the COVID year, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, what – you can't be mad at all. No. And then, fuck, like we said – We turn around and go add, I mean, a Seager would be fucking phenomenal. But we go add a story or bias to this shit. Oh, my God. I don't even know what to think. I mean, I'm losing my mind thinking about it right now. Um, Also, in that deal, there is no opt-out clauses um, by either side. I didn't see it. Just straight seven years, one seventy five, and then uh, no trade options, no no uh, declining offers. So he is full blown, one hundred percent able to be traded to anybody at any time. Um, hopefully, we're good enough that we're not the seller's market. But by the time like he gets more trade valuable, but the guy's here to play. So I mean, he's saying you can do what you want, but I'm here to be a ranger. This guy's played 98.4% of his team's (laughs) games since 2015. Oh, my God. What the fuck? I'm now taking no Simeon Slander. It's 727. No Simeon Slander ever again. At least for now. At least for being on the field. I mean, hopefully he doesn't fall apart, but. I'm not taking any slander on the sign. Yeah, I fucking I like I'm saying two hours ago,
1: I was like, oh that shit is impressive. Yeah. 98.4% of all of his team's games since 2015. If you well, well, I didn't fucking (laughs) factor in the I didn't fucking factor in the injury or whatever, but still, it's still above 90%. Oh, yeah. Even even if you factor in the fucking the other shit. So yes, that's impressive, and we can't oh, we can't yeah. sit here and preach fucking rebuild and not have some veteran like this. So Yeah, no yeah, shit. I agree. This is this is wild. That's that's legit. I'll give him that.
0: Um, going back, we'll, we'll do a little other free agent researchy. Uh. Carlos Correa. Granted, we know he's the best shortstop in the free agency class. He's the best player in the free agency class. If you don't think so, you don't fucking watch baseball. Or you're one of those guys that I mean, yeah, he cheated, but you think Barry Bonds don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. You're just a fucking sore loser. Yeah. Fucking also hate, hate fun.
1: I know we're new, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna start the rally right now to give us a give us a baseball riders of America vote. Absolute. So, well, we got some sources close to us we'll bring in. When we do get that slip, we get that fancy slip. Yep. Well, I feel like we got a couple people on your side of the world that we'll bring in with us and check the boss. So, BWA, we're new. We know what the fuck we're talking about. Send us a slip.
0: Yeah, we've seen some of those votes, and they're fucking terrible. Um, God-awful.
1: Everyone we see this year that sucks ass, we're fucking calling you out. I'll yeah. call you out. Yeah.
0: Times, oh yeah, Uh but Carlos Correa, best fucking free agent in the whole league this year. We'll go to 2017 when they want it. 109 games. It's great. Played 109. Um, played most of the season. Still missed a little bit. That's today's era of baseball. 2018, 110, about the same. 2019, 75, less than half season. 2020. 58 out of fucking 60, whatever, and then 148. He's had a little bit more of an injury bug, but he's still playing. But 162 is ridiculous. And, like, his low years is 159. The 109, 110, 75 don't look too great when you're looking at games played. Mr. Seager, 2017, when he played Correa in the World Series, 145 games. 2018, 26, 2019, 134, 2020, 52 out of 60, this year, 95. You can't dog Simeon when he's on the fucking field every day and performing. I mean, there's a reason he's playing every day. One, he's fucking good enough, but he's healthy. The two best guys out there aren't always quite healthy. Not saying I don't want them, Fuck, I'd love both of them. Help, get all three of them. I don't complain. All right. Infield be fucking stupid. But it's a dog Simeon. His stats are wonderful. Yeah, he's two years older, three years older, four years older than Perea, but two or three than half the other guys. That 30 looks terrifying, but seven years be 38. If at that point, look, he's a second baseman. Takes a couple days at DH, but obviously. As a 31-year-old, his body is not getting wore out when you're playing that much every fucking day. So, like me and you both have said, this signing, the more and more I've read into it, the more and more we've seen, the more and more we've talked, looks fucking better and better. And hopefully the people that listen to us, that think it's a fucking stupid signing because it's not Trevor Story, not Carlos Correa, listen to what we just said. I mean, you got to fucking love it now. Also,
1: I mean, even
0: we haven't even talked
1: about the money yet. The money's good. 25 a year. Yeah. And compare well, I mean, I we know Korea is going to bring more than that. We know Seeger's going to bring more than that. And you just laid it out there saying, hey, there's a, you know, there's a great chance these guys play, what is that? One a hundred out of 162. So not even, I mean, about what, two thirds? About two thirds. So we're, we're essentially paying less for not only leadership, but we're, we're seeing a, a positive rate of improvement from this player. Like the numbers are there and the guy doesn't miss a game. Yeah. Like that's, that's not a figure of speech. You literally said 162 out of 162. Yeah. Like that's not that's not a euphemism or anything. Like he literally did not miss a game. So, is it? If you think it's bad, is it? Is it really all that bad when you sit back and look at it? Uh, no, no, I
0: mean, no. Fuck it. Just reading that. <laughs> Simeon's on Jersey Watch. Right out of the gate. Uh. One more thing I got on, Simi, and you, You've you definitely hit on it, the leadership that's coming with him. Mr. Willie Calhoun. And I'm assuming it was today. He tweeted it today. He said, just got done getting lunch with Marcus. Let's just say, Rangers, y'all are going to love him. For real, 100, definition of a baller. And then he said, we got a baller. To even double down on it, Mr. Dallas Braden, we're big fans. We love listening to you. Um, big A's guy, covers the A's for NBC. Quoted Willie. Said it's taken all of an afternoon for Simeon to start coming, becoming the leader of that Rangers clubhouse, rightfully so. If you're on the Rangers, you better be prepared to get better every day. If that's not who you are, or how you do business, just know you'll be the odd man out. You can't ask more out of a fucking veteran free agent signing out of a prime position that's ready to come win. I mean, especially, geez, between him and Adolis just fucking grinding every day, they're going to push everybody. You yeah. got now, – now we got our veteran leader and our young all-star. And everybody else is somewhere in between – and you're getting pushed by both those guys in one fucking pile. We're getting better every fucking day. I'm fired up about the Simeon side.
1: They're similar players too, man. I mean, they play different positions, but the way they play the game is similar.
0: Yeah, it really is.
1: They put the ball in play. They're, they're both talked about defensively. Yep. And, I mean, I think Adolis is just as much like Simeon in the fact that he wants to be on the field. Yeah, every day. That, that's that's another type of guy that if you tell him he's not playing, you're like you're gonna get a little pushback, and you better have a reason for him yeah. not playing.
0: Yeah, you're gonna so, get to some choice words in that office.
1: Yeah. So I uh I think that's we have these two, like you said, we have these two bookends. Now we have this leadership, we have this up and coming star, and they're about to just squeeze this clubhouse. Hopefully, and what I mean it. If this is trending the right way, I mean in two, or three years, this team is fucking dynamic,
0: man. Oh yeah. Um uh, moving on. Got my Calhoun on. I can might be the wrong Calhoun, but fuck. We got, we got two Calhouns now. We signed Cole Calhoun today. Um if you're a ranger guy, you know this motherfucker. He's pissed you off for years. Little bastard in right field just making ridiculous plays and smashing the ball and hustling his ass off. I mean, you got a guy that goes 100% every fucking play, every at-bat. Um, yeah, he's 34, 34 years old. But if you're a Ranger fan, you know what he can do. You've seen it a thousand times. Um, solid left-handed bat, solid right fielder now with Adolis probably being in center. Um, Kind of got swept under the rug, but because the Simeon signing was so big, but that's a nice little addition in the outfield for us. Nice, uh, especially a nice left-handed bat at him. Up up until two hours ago, I hated Cole Calhoun because of every (laughs) reason you
1: just said. He made the most obnoxious fucking diving right field catches for the – whatever they're called. Los Angeles Angels, of Anaheim Angels of America of the United States, whatever the <laughs> fuck they go by. Um man, it's just so fucking aggravating to to watch, especially like the, the Izies of our team to push a ball to right field exactly like they're supposed to do and to watch fucking Cole Calhoun just Dive, catch it, and then get up and toss it in left-handed with some shit-eating grin on his face. Yeah, lucky for us, I can throw all that out the window, and we we have no more beef with Cole Calhoun.
0: So, welcome, yeah. we fucking Rangers. That shit's exciting. Yeah, a- and fucking- and we're nowhere near done. I mean, that's yeah. two huge shinings today. Uh, we got a whole lot better, and we've got a whole lot more room on the roster and in the bank. Uh, so don't be shocked with before December first. I mean, what we got two and a half days, day and a half. We got. Yeah, I mean, shit's fuck. gonna hit the fan, and it's gonna hit the fan across baseball. Um, mm-hmm. they're gonna be fucking wild, but we still have a lot of money to left to go. So if you think you're done, well, I mean, shit happens. It's fucking sports. It's business, but. Odds are we're not done, and we're not done spending big money, let alone good money, which also, the other day, I think we predicted this back in episode one, uh, we have sat down with John Gray. So we obviously need pitching. Fuck, we need everything. But uh, that's the one we talked about right out of the gate with us starting our show. Um, John Gray would be a nice pickup for us and a cheap one. Low risk, very, very high reward. yeah
1: i uh i think this all this shit's about to explode everything that i'm seeing and reading just across major league baseball not even not even just related to the rangers but there are a lot of players that want to get shit done before the cba expires oh yeah they want they i mean even if you boil it down to just the the smallest of it like do you would either one of us want to go into this who knows how long the CBA thing's going to take. Ideally, hopefully, it doesn't take long. But yeah. you know, on top of that, you got that. You got the holidays. You got all this. Like, do you want to go into that not knowing? Like, uh, I mean, honestly, aside from Chris Bryant, like, everything that I've seen says that the Seegers, the Correas, the stories, um, I mean, all these guys, even the pitchers, they're wanting to get at least something done before the CBA. So, yeah. so even if it's something soft or something short and they can go back and extend next year or something like that. Um, a lot of these guys are wanting to at least get something done.
0: Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So if you're listening to this tomorrow morning on your way to work, just check out what we got on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Um, Cause we're probably not done. We shouldn't be done. They're saying we're not done Uh, between the Rangers and MLB. I mean, shit's going to hit the fan if you're a baseball guy. You might not sleep tonight, or you may have some wild fucking dreams. Uh, Might be seeing a piece of metal, as Rob Manford calls it, in your dreams. Nobody knows. Uh, If you missed it, I'm sorry about your bad luck. The Rangers had a hell of a Black Friday deal. You can talk shit, whatever. We suck ass, trying to sell up tickets, whatever. Fuck y'all. We love this team. Um, they had $10 tickets in two and 300 sections. And if you haven't been to that ballpark, there's not a bad seat in the house. But the 200s are fucking pretty much the 100s. You're in a very, very good spot. Uh, I went to town on them. Uh, me and Connor's going to be down there quite a bit come next season. So if you missed out on the Black Friday deals, sorry about you. You fucked up, but. We bought plenty of them. We'll see, you fucking down there, but you're spending more than us. Yeah, yeah anything left? A, oh, go ahead. No, I'm just saying that's a hell of a deal. Um, and there really wasn't like
1: there was a little bit of fine print to it, but when I got the email, um, I was at work, just fucking as always, shit would happen that way. Um, but there wasn't a lot of fine print to it, like you said, like it was 200, 300 home games, ten bucks, yeah. like. For the fucking taking, so, um, but also like you said, I mean, every week we're trying to cook this shit up some more, so we'll definitely be down there, um, we we'll, we, I mean, we have some shit coming, so, oh, yeah, I think the next 48 hours, like you said, will be big, check the, check the Twitter if you need to, I do it when I'm at work, usually, uh, when I'm at work, Clint's pretty up on the Twitter, so, um, if I'm busy or something like that, I, I'll at least just switch over and just refresh it and see kind of what's going on. If right. that's your situation, I mean, we try, we try to, you know, keep keep that shit up and trending, um, in case we do have fans out there that are in that same situation. Just oh shit, we got, you know, we we signed Simeon. As soon as I get a chance, I'm gonna fucking read about it, see what's up, stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, so, definitely. I mean, as always. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We're getting more and more interaction every week. We're, we're putting more and more into this. So just keep sending it. Oh yeah. Chad.
0: Fuck you, Chad. Always. Yeah. Fuck you I'm Chad. just kidding. Yeah, we love all our followers.
1: Okay. <laughs> going to make me. <laughs> think.
0: So. Uh, yeah. Chad, Chad's on the list. He's got to get us a good question this week, but. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go first. My Texas heat this week. It's our first two time nominee. It's Mr. Anthony Brown. <laughs> and not even two time by one person. Connor had him a few weeks back, and he's mine this week. I'm not going to harp on it too much because we fucking hit it at the very beginning of the show on the Cowboys. Uh, four big pass interference penalties all on third down and deep, deep fucking routes. I mean, what do we say? We had 166 fucking penalties for yards. Yeah. Something like that. He had, he had every bit of 80. Um, Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm lying. He probably had every bit of 100 because every single one of them came on third down. The overtime one that led to the field goal was fucking 33 yards in itself, and they were all deep routes. Uh, not going to harp too much, but fucking Anthony Brown. You're back, you're back in the fucking hot seat. You're feeling the Texas heat. Everybody just saw that shit. If they're, if it's third long Thursday night against New Orleans, there is nothing else I'm calling than I'm throwing a deep route your side. So they're coming for you. Fucking figure it out. I will say this, though. I read a while ago. He seems like he's in a good mindset, but he's still feeling the heat. And he said, it's just one of them days. I've just got to watch film and see what I can improve and get better. I feel like I was in position for all of them. I just, I'll just, i just try to turn my head. Just get, got to get better. I'm trying to get better. And then the last one, he said, by that time, I wasn't even trying to put my hands on the guy. I guess it was an undergrown ball. You know, receivers are taught to jump back into the DB. They are. Deshaun Jackson's a fucking Veteran receiver. He knows that shit. That's what him and Derek was going for. But he went on to say, so I really don't know. He grabbed the back of my helmet. I had my hands up. I just have to turn my head, I guess. I have to get my head around as quick as possible. So, at least he fucking knows what he needs to do. That's what he's got to work on at practice this week. Um, I know we hit on very, very beginning. It was a fucking stupid-ass penalty game that we threw flags on everything. But – Anthony Brown cannot give up four pass interferences for that much yardage. Um, and on third and long every single time, I mean, that essentially ended up killing us. So, Anthony Brown's film with Texas Heat, our first two-time nominee. But, hell, last time he, he came out and played his ass off. So, uh, hopefully we see some improvement this week. Yeah, that's the uh,
1: that's the pretty obvious one. I'm going to try and go somewhere a little different. I try not to beat up hockey. Um, I, I think this might be a little weird. I don't know. I don't know if it's really – I think overall, aside from that Cowboys game, aside from the Anthony Brown shit, we had a good week as a sports team. Um, oh, yeah. So, I'm going to do this. This to be a little weird. I'm going to go with uh, Braden Holt I don't case. blame you, and I'll I'll try and explain this a little bit just from the way that my mind works. Like we hit on earlier, you said Jake Odinger is the future. Jake Odinger very much could be the now. Yep. Um, and we have we're we're not going to stick with four goals. We can't you can't do it, especially if the division that we play in as we get closer to the end of the season. Um, we're gonna. You know, we're probably going to go um, a 12-top roster stuff like that. We're going to need every spot for a forward or a defenseman. I think, in reality, we put Ben Bishop long-term IR. That's great. Thank you for being a Dallas Star. You know, ride out how you need to. Um, and if you if you want to let Hudoven and Holby battle it out. Let them battle it out for the two. I do think Ottinger ends up becoming the one, maybe not this season, but the next season.
0: Right. I'm,
1: I'm seeing more red flags with Braden Holtby. And yep. the problem with that for Braden Holtby is I think he also possesses more trade value than, than what we would get if we traded Anton So – I think something's got to give for Brayton Holby if he wants to stay on the Dallas Stars. Um, He's got to solidify himself as a one for the rest of this season until we get Jake where we want him and then the for sure two. (coughs) Or I think that Jim Neal probably starts taking calls and shopping him a little bit to see what we can get in return. Because I just don't think we're going to get anything for Hudovan. We're definitely not getting anything for Ben Bishop. He's – I mean, I, it, he's got to go long-term IR. I mean, yeah. That's it. That's and cool. we love Ben. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I can't imagine being, the, you know, being as big as he is and playing as many hockey games
0: as he has. Like, I don't blame yeah. his knees at all for shitting out. Oh, yeah. Um, but talk, talking about Holtby, especially like, like you said, the trade value that could hurt him being a star, uh, yeah. that shows how big of a signing he was this offseason. Uh, that could play out – great for us. I mean, obviously you don't really want to see anybody on your team leave most of the time unless you're just a complete fucking ass, but I mean that makes that signing so much more, and you know the front office was looking into that when we signed oh, yeah. it. Um, yeah. we, they knew even with Otter starting out with Texas at first, Otter's probably the future. Is the future, and like you said, Probably going to be our number one next year. Maybe not this year. I mean, he keeps playing this fucking way. Fuck, he might take it over. But you let Kudobin and Holtby battle it out. And if Kudobin can even just play above average, yeah, you're going to trade Holtby. Get something in return. Part of the business. So, I mean, I love that signing this offseason. We talked about it. I hell probably in episode one. Uh, We love the Holtby signing. And it's still early in the season, but keep an eye on that. I love that take. Yep. Um. Let's see where
1: are we at. We're at the the Lone Star, the Y'all. Lone Star. I'm gonna stick with hockey because I know where you're going with this. I almost um, went
0: hockey, but I I whatever. know
1: who you're going with. But I he if it I, was hockey,
0: yeah,
1: he absolutely deserves to be fucking <laughs> given this whatever fucking little plaque whatever we have. Um fucking jake cageer man
0: yeah
1: he's, that shit is uh like we said over and over time and time again he's a 22 year old kid um you know he's been with the organization he was our first round draft pick in 17 and this season um started off in the AHL very much could have just gotten down in the shitter about that um he played last year um, we saw a little bit of them in our playoff run a couple of years ago. We saw them kind of on the ice and doing some backup stuff. Uh, we saw a lot of them last year. And I would imagine probably um, it that that probably does do some shit to you when you perform at a pretty good level last year, and then you start this season in the AHL and you're wondering, um, you know, what the fuck um, right. kind of same thing with Ty DeLandria. T- he didn't perform to the same extent that Ottinger did for us, but Still, long story short, he gets the call, he comes up, and he's been nothing but fucking spectacular. Um, you know, 4-0.959. So whatever American math we round up, 0.960 <laughs> safe percentage. Uh, you know, we've 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 hit on it this episode. Watch for it, look for it. Um, I think we're gonna see more starts from him. I think there's there's nothing indicating that he's not healthy he's not injury prone i mean he's he's a solid fucking guy for us to have in the net he's big he's quick he's young he's healthy uh, and he's fucking performing so yeah if you're following the stars keep watching jakey um i mean we've got we've got two other veteran goalies that can step in and do some of the work but i really think we're about to start cooking this guy and we're going to see him as the one next year for sure
0: oh yeah yep yeah. I had a, I had Otter as my Lone Star this week, and I would have even felt bad about doubling down on it um, until, like we said, about four o'clock. Yeah, Uh, shit hit the fucking fan. Uh, John Daniels and Chris Davis. Uh, shit, boys, you gotta started like we said multiple times. Read more, fucking looked more, talked more. We're fucking. All hands on deck. Let's get this shit rolling. We're not sleeping tonight. I mean, get Story Seager on the phone. I mean, if you pull off Correa, fuck yeah. Uh, but at this point, I don't think he's in the question. But you go get one of them fuckers, Baez, to add along with this. John Gray, a couple other arms. Holy shit. Uh, my Lone Stars, I mean, Jaddy and Chris Young. The CBA, like we've talked about through Kink and Everything this year, and like we said, multiple players who want to get shit done, but uh weird off season for MLB, chaotic off season from now is dead is chaotic. Uh JD and Chris fucking getting after them. my lone stars. I mean I got to tip half of those signings today.
1: Yeah I I agree. It's even you know just the big thing with the Rangers is being a being a front office pessimist man and they fucking you know, they flashed their worth a little bit today. Like I said, CBA is a big deal. Um, If you don't understand it, in, a, in about 60 hours, you'll see the impact that that has all across baseball. <laughs> and getting this shit signed today, getting it figured out even today, tomorrow, uh, whatever happens before that CBA expires, man, kudos to them. They're fucking – I would imagine Monday morning in the Rangers front office, there's going to be some cooking. Like if, Oh, if, yeah. Even if we take five throughout the night, uh, when they show up, seven a.m. in the morning, it's go time. So Ooh,
0: seven might be pushing it. Yeah, might be yeah. five. <laughs> yeah, they might.
1: Yeah, John Daniels might be on his fucking peloton at five o'clock in the morning sending fucking text messages. So
0: yeah, be on the lookout. I love it. Uh, to wrap this up real quick, we're about to have a giveaway. Uh, two, actually. Um, Thanksgiving was this week. Granted, we didn't get the Cowboy win we wanted. But we're going to give away tickets, two tickets, to the Pittsburgh game for the Stars, January 8th, 1 o'clock start. And then we're going to also give away two tickets in a separate drawing uh, Saturday, January 15th against the Magic and the Mavs. Um, Next Saturday night, December 4th, we will uh, announce the winners. We'll do the drawing. Um, so rules, stipulations, whatever the fuck you want to call it. We're going to post it on Facebook and Twitter. Whichever po- whichever site gets more shares or retweets, we're going to pick the winner from that side. Uh, you got to retweet it. Like it and tag somebody, and we will pick the winner from that. Oh, and follow it. Yeah, you got to follow the page. Follow the page, you get an entering. Uh, We will announce it next week. And, like you said, it's not together, it's two separate drawings: two January 8th for the Penguins, and two January 15th uh, against the Magic. So, hockey fans, you got one basketball fans you got one go share away uh we will announce that next saturday december fourth yeah man that's uh that's a big step
1: for us we've uh we've been to hockey games already this year we're going to a basketball game this weekend um it's like it's, you know fuck man it it's a follow a like a share and tag someone it's literally that quick um it takes 25 seconds and i mean then you got two tickets um stars game if you've never watched live hockey even if you don't like hockey i mean for the price of just like sharing following like it's worth it the oh, a, yeah. a, a live hockey game is amazing same thing with a live basketball game um outside of high school, I'd never really followed basketball until I started watching the Mavs and, uh, live basketball is just so fucking cool, man. So, Oh yeah. They're, I mean, it it costs you nothing, just a little bit, you know, 20, 25 seconds, two free tickets. Um, they're all yours. You can take wherever you want take your
0: dog, take your friend, whatever. Um, yeah, we're doing it December 4th. Um, yeah. You'll know by that night, uh, there'll be, that's perfect time. You got three weeks, literally three weeks on the money to before Christmas. You can take somebody you fucking love. You can give both of them to somebody that's a diehard fan. Uh, take somebody who just needs a, a night off. So, like you said, 25 seconds like, share, tag, follow. You win two tickets to either event. Give it to somebody, take somebody might be the best night they had all year
1: yeah and this is not good this is there's by no means this gonna be a standalone thing. we plan on doing plenty of content from Dallas and like yeah. even Clint said I mean we we plan on being at multiple Rangers games, multiple stars games, multiple Mavs games and I mean especially if these teams start to make a playoff push watch watch for us to ramp this up a lot We will oh yeah I feel like we will definitely, put a lot of energy into doing content in dallas at venues at arenas and i mean fuck we're just regular guys like y'all so if we can if we can give away two tickets and get someone else's experience or have someone tag along with us we'll fucking do that shit every time so oh yeah you know like share follow retweet subscribe all the things man uh 30 seconds could could be one of the you know one of the one of the experiences you get out of
0: the year, so. Oh, yeah. Turn you into a fan of a sport you never even thought you knew. That's um, it. Like we've said, merch coming soon. Um, got to be just a few weeks out, maybe even this week. We are very, very close, so stay tuned for that. Uh, followers, listeners, show us some love. Connor, um, I think that's about all I got for this week. If you got anything else, wrap us up. I'm
1: good, man. You guys um, – same shit you know we appreciate you guys like subscribe notifications stuff like that um we'll, we'll probably be checking phones all throughout the night till we get a little cat nap in as we wake up from that um we're right back in and checking to see what kind of moves are made especially with the baseball stuff going on right now so uh, oh,
0: yeah. if
1: that if that's your jam you know hit us up also i mean it works both ways if you guys are seeing something hearing something Shoot it over to the DMs, let us know. Uh, maybe, maybe we're the bridge to get that information to someone that you don't know or something like that. So right. uh, that shit's always open. Um, you know, if you see or hear some stuff, you know, shoot it over to us. Say, hey, you know, found this. This is kind of what I'm hearing. You know, we'll 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 get together with you and see what we can do. And if it's legit and we can get it out to someone else, it, it's crazy how this shit works. So don't, don't ever. Hesitate to uh, to interact with us, man. We love it. It keeps us on our toes too.
0: Oh yeah, we love it. why we started this. Just talk sports. We just love to talk sports. DFW, talk with us all day. Um, anybody out there who celebrates Hanukkah? Happy Hanukkah! I believe they said that starts tonight. So happy Hanukkah to you. Um, shit, like we said, uh, my time. In the next episode, we will have our drawing out. About to post that here in a little bit. Um, have more content from American Airlines Saturday night, but uh, yeah, we'll see you next Sunday night or Monday morning, whichever one you listen to. Adios.